So honestly, like using a physical women's health, physical therapist in combination with the e program really, I think in my mind is such a gold standard in the clinic. We can tell who does the program and who doesn't do the program always, always. <laughs> and there's a huge difference between the pair. Hi, I'm Amy Kiefer, a nurse, doula, and personal trainer. And I'm Crystal Howell, a women's health and orthopedic physical therapist. We're the co-founders of Expecting and Empowered, and we just so happen to be sisters. We built this business because we saw a huge gap between the information that women were given during pregnancy and postpartum and the information that they need. We're committed to helping close the gap so that women are better equipped to navigate these demanding and challenging years. Yes, we're both moms of three, so we know firsthand how many changes women go through physically, mentally, and emotionally because women aren't getting enough information to make informed decisions about their own health. It leaves mothers picking up the pieces afterwards. We need that to change. With our professional backgrounds, we're going to pull the curtain back on this season and give you the information you need to thrive. We're on a mission to change women's health. Let's do this. Crystal and I are here today, and we've got a special guest joining us. It's Sarah Rubat, and she is a women's health physical therapist at Crystal's Clinic Empower Movement in Oconomowoc. Sarah has been a physical therapist for nine years, and she specializes in the rehabilitation of orthopedic conditions of the spine and upper and lower extremities, as well as pelvic floor rehabilitation in prenatal and postnatal moms. She is also the mom of two herself, and she helps us at Expecting and Empowered with responding to some of your more physical therapy related questions. So she's a wealth of knowledge, and we're lucky to have her here today. Today, we're going to talk about all things physical therapy for women. We get questions all the time at Expecting and Empowered about when people should see a women's health physical therapist. So we thought that we would start today off by talking about that. So to start off, I think it's really important that people understand what a woman's health physical therapist does. So Crystal and Sarah, I would love to hear from your perspectives. What do each of you do when it comes to women's health physical therapy? Hi. So we are the experts at treating women through the lifespan, but particularly doing during their childbearing years. We see our patients really holistically, which includes taking their pelvic health into explicit consideration rather than just an afterthought. And during pregnancy and postpartum, this really is one of the most physically taxing times on your body. I truly love preventative health. So I think we do an amazing job here with pregnant and postpartum women to have to allow them to have less compensatory patterns like waddling. We also help women prepare for labor. And then on the flip side, we help them heal correctly after and really minimize those problems that people usually think about coming to see a women's health physical therapist for, such as prolapse, incontinence, diastasis recti, C-section scar mobilization. I would love to see a PT trend more towards the preventative health rather than reactive care, but we're here for your reactive care issues as needed too. Well, yeah, I was really lucky to have Crystal as a sister because I actually went to a women's health physical therapist before my first child. 
I know a lot of listeners are wondering, when should I seek out a physical therapist when it comes to pregnancy? We honestly just love seeing pregnant women um, pretty much at any time. You know, so many people think that issues are impossible to solve during pregnancy and people just like kick that can down the road. I'll like fix my body after, but we would prefer that you thrive during your pregnancy. So we would take a whole body approach. We're checking someone's posture, their movement patterns, checking their pelvic floor. So really, if you're having any even orthopedic pain, like neck pain, back pain, like anything in your shoulders, hips, lower extremity, um, it's that is something that you would benefit seeing specifically a women's health physical therapist for rather than just, you know, any kind of physical therapist, because like we would look at you in the context of your pregnancy, where you are in your pregnancy, like what is special about you and your scenario that's like leading you to have these problems, especially like pelvic girdle pain. So pain in the pain in your pubic bone, back pain, if your neck is tight. We love, like Crystal said, to be preventative for uh, diastasis recti, that abdominal muscle separation, pelvic organ prolapse. I can't tell you how many people that we prevented them even from getting prolapse in the first place, both by treating any constipation issues kind of early and often, and like also just doing birth prep, right? Like if you know how to push hopefully without pushing your rectum out in the process, you know, you're not going to have as many of those problems, you know, on the other side of birth. Yeah. And I also think it's really common that women leak during pregnancy and then just think of it as being super normal. But I I honestly think it's like, you you know, a little yellow light going off, like, oh, okay, this is a warning sign. Because if we have appropriately functioning pelvic floors, you're not going to see any leaking in pregnancy at all. Like that would be the ideal. And that's what really should actually happen. So if you are leaking in pregnancy, this would be a great time to start making some changes. And I won't wait till the postpartum period to make those changes. And like Sarah said, we do a lot of birth prepping in in the clinic. So we will work on people's bodies. We have helped with making more space for women that have breech babies so that their pelvis and hips have more space. So hopefully that baby can flip. But even in regular labor and deliveries, we're always helping stretch out the pelvic floor, get the upper back moving so that those two areas can function in pushing a lot more optimally. And we're just creating more space and better consistency and automation in the body. Automation is key. So when our bodies are functioning at great capacity and working really well, things just happen without thinking about it. And I think in pregnancy, there's a lot of compensatory patterns. I mean, I think people really underestimate you guys and what you can do and what you treat and that it would just be a huge benefit if more people. We'd be, get- we be looking at ourselves like superheroes <laughs> over here with capes on. Like mm-hmm. we do wear the cape sometimes around the clinic and that's how we view ourselves. But yeah, it would be nice if everybody else looked at us like that. <laughs> Well, okay. So I do know that when people are coming into appointments, they can be really intimidated. They don't understand what's going to be happening. So I thought it would be good to spend one question on if someone's coming in for their first pregnancy PT appointment, let us know what that appointment looks like. And also what are the common things that you guys might be treating? Yeah. So that first appointment What's really critical to consider is what what exactly are you coming in for? It's we 
regardless of what it is, we will do a full body scan, you know, from tip to toe, there are all kinds of things that can truly be optimized. My favorite realization is that your health can actually improve during pregnancy. Again, it's not a given that everything feels junky and terrible and your body goes to crap. So we may or may not do a pelvic floor assessment on that first visit. So basically what that first pelvic floor visit can entail is we can do an external vaginal exam. So pants stay on and we assess everything um, very externally. Sometimes we'll do a little biofeedback in the clinic, depending on what that is. Biofeedback is where we, we use a little machine. We put it on your pelvic floor muscles externally, and it gives us like a numerical readout of how well your pelvic floor is contracting, how well it's relaxing. But the biofeedback can be nice because it's pretty objective, right? Rather than me telling you what's going on, you can pretty much like see it with your own eyes. Um, we don't focus on that nearly as much as we used to, but that can be a, especially a nice alternative option for people who have a little trepidation or a little scared of that internal vaginal exam. If we do that internal vaginal muscle exam, you are laying on the mat. It's one gloved lubricated finger and it is no big deal. I always make jokes with patients of like, I have the world's smallest hands. Listen, you like won't even know I'm in there unless I want you to. So <laughs> it's really like, it's really pretty easy breezy, but honestly it can go either way, whether we do that or not. And it's totally patient preference. We have an extended conversation where we talk about what is important to you, what your goals are, what you're comfortable happening, what you're comfortable happening on this first day. So no one is springing anything on anybody. We work for you and we want to optimize your health. You want to talk about like common things we see? Yeah. So really too, like Sarah said, we're looking to figure out the root cause of the problem. So often people that have pelvic floor issues or pregnant people too, there's like their ankles are really tight and you would think, what the heck? I'm coming in a women's health therapist and it's my tight ankle. Well, so we figure out what, what, what's the target. The cool thing is too, like the methods that a lot of PTs use, we can like predict if that's going to work. So I'll try to like put the foot in the position I wanted. And then does it make your pelvic floor look better? Does it make your hips move differently? If the answer is yes, dang, I'm treating that foot. So when we start to treat things, it's going to look a lot like a, a massage. We're releasing certain muscles or organs or vectors that are holding people in these bad positions. We, in our clinic, we dry needle. So that's a different way to release a muscle, but that is just a tiny, tiny needle. It feels like an acre of cramp, but it releases those tight muscles. We also do joint mobilizations, which you th might think of like the chiropractor does. We're getting stiff, achy joints moving. But again, we want to release the vectors that are creating those stiff, achy joints. So you're going to see that combo approach a lot more in a PT clinic. And then we're constantly testing throughout the session. Like we'll test something and I'll be like, oh, that does not look good. And then we'll retest. I'm like, oh, dang, girl, look at you moving now. So we're really like making sure like did what our treatment, did it positively affect the person? Did it make no change? Then you just try something else, right? You're not going to hit a home run every single time you're up to bat. And then, so what we typically see in the clinic is pelvic floor issues. We could see tailbone issues after labor and delivery, or even before that's super common to fix, super debilitating to people. They can't sit for long periods of time with their kids. It's like a one or two visit session. Sometimes we see SI pain. We'll see sciatica. We see neck tightness or two. If you feel like very stressed 
overwhelmed, this could also be a thoracic issue or a a vagus nerve problem. So our body, like around our mid back and our neck, this area really helps control like that rest or digest and it plays into our parasympathetic system. So if you're feeling uh, anxious, it can be partially physical too. If this body is constricted, which often it is in this pregnancy and postpartum period, it can ramp up like our, our mental health state as well. Cause our body is in distress for a lack of a better word. Mm. Wow. I mean, I'm, I'm like blown away by you guys. I feel like I should come in for a checkup. I always also tell myself when I'm going in, I just had a pap smear yesterday. When I'm going into a situation like that, I like to tell myself they've truly seen it all before. There's no better time to be honest with what you're feeling and to try to help yourself to not be as self-conscious as these two women have been in a lot of people's vaginas. And I think too, we try to normalize things. So the more of your story that we have, I'm in my head putting pieces of your story into columns. So I know what area of the body I need to focus on. But the more information I have that is like specific to our problem, you know, often I'll be like, oh, do you have pain with intercourse when you're on your back? And I'll like know that because the way that their pelvic floor is. And they're like, how did you know that? I was so scared to tell you. Um, But again, like we could probably be like a little bit like more specific off the bat if people were a little bit more open with their story, mm-hmm. and some of that is trust, right? Any relationship right. you're forming a relationship with your PT, it's never too late to dump a PT and start over. Like if you don't love your PT, you, everybody loves us. So they should love you too. So just dump them, start over. There's other great PTs. Well, and we take it so, so seriously that people come to us with like really intensely personal issues. Like if your tailbone has been in pain for six years and nobody has ever truly laid a finger on where it hurts and made it feel better because they're embarrassed because it's in your butt. We're like, listen, so many butts. I can't even describe you how many butts. That's what Um, it loves for. That's what it loves for. Exactly. Like we, nothing. And that's like a beautiful thing. And we we feel so lucky to be in the field of women's and pelvic health because truly any corner of the body is not off limits per se. Like we, we, like you got an issue in your jaw, we'll figure it out. You got an issue in your butt. We'll figure it out. Like it's all good. We'll help you. You're in pain. We'll help you. Well, right. And you guys know how distressing it is for women when they have incontinence or when they have issues with pooping. Like it is something that you guys want to help people with and how impactful that is on their life. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about the expecting an empowered app. So obviously crystal was the brains behind incorporating physical therapy knowledge into our programming. Sarah has worked with us when we've been updating. So tell us how does the pregnancy program inside of our app incorporate your guys' physical therapy knowledge? Yeah. So during pregnancy and postpartum, there's honestly really predictable problems or areas of the body that we want to help support. So since our body is going through such a dramatic change in pregnancy, we can help those areas. For example, we want to start modifying how much pressure we're putting on our abdominal wall. We want to activate it. I feel like a lot of times too, you get this back and forth because we're avoiding certain exercises because we're pregnant, but then we're not doing them and there's no activation. So you got to find this kind of happy medium. 
and and best support the body at that time. So our abdominal wall, we're thinking about, we're thinking about in pregnancy, we want to start stretching the pelvic floor towards that third trimester um, so that we can prevent pelvic floor issues, help prep for labor and delivery. Like I said, the ankle can be the foundation of our body. It really can absorb force. If this is tight, which it typically is in pregnancy, if you guys got sore calves or sore feet in pregnancy, this area is stuck. So the program literally has things to keep our ankles moving, our feet healthy. It moves it in multiple different planes because the more options our body has, the less pain that we will be in. But people run out of options in pregnancy because we just get stuck in these weird patterns. During pregnancy, there are major rib and thoracic dysfunction too. Every time we learn, we're updating the guide. So right now we're heavily learning about the nervous system system, the rib cage, the thoracic spine, and that is reflected inside the Expecting and Empowered app. You'll see a lot of that thoracic mobility and strengthening. And again, that's what controls um, some of your parasympathetic nervous system. So it makes us feel more calm, rested. And I don't know what kind of pregnant person doesn't like that kind of benefit. And then again, too, I really think of things like, so rehab exercises and prehab are really all the same. We put all of these exercises to avoid things like prolapse, DR, hernias. We're really trying to reduce those problems by paying special attention to the area or the the areas of the body that contribute to that. So honestly, like using a physical women's health physical therapist in combination with the ENE program, really, I think in my mind is such a gold standard. In the clinic, we can tell who does the program and who doesn't do the program. Always. <laughs> Always. And there's a huge difference between the pair. We also have gotten a lot of comments from OBs and other pelvic health PTs where you're like, your pelvic floor is an A plus. And it, what they did was use the program. So Again, you probably can't go to a PT every single week. It's just like really time intensive. But the E&E app is so nice because you can do it at home during pregnancy or postpartum. So it's like the best pair, like chips and guacamole, peanut butter and jelly. We just have to balance them both out. But a PT though, too, is like getting out of the gate fast and track, you know, like if you have that block man, you can really push off. And so we're just your block here. We're pushing you out of the gate fast so you can best run your best 100 meter dash ever. And we're like the 100 meter dash with the uni program. Well, I know you two know this, but one of the biggest pieces of feedback is the women that their first pregnancy go around didn't use the programming. And then the second time they were like, I didn't know pregnancy could feel so good. Like they thought that it had to be painful and like, you know, the whole grind of it. I do want to shift gears to postpartum. When do you guys think that women should see a physical therapist when it comes to after baby? So we tell people all the time, we really think every single postpartum woman should at least have one kind of check-in with a PT, literally everybody. We would nip so many problems in the bud if we help you get back to that solid foundation and help your brain reconnect with your body in its new state. Your sense of normal and your center of gravity has totally shifted during pregnancy and then in the postpartum, it shifts all over again. 
Um, and some women have a harder time, you know, hitting that proverbial control alt delete button and resetting their body. Even if you're feeling pretty good, I would definitely still come in and see us. Probably you can wait till that six week postpartum check if you're feeling good and kind of working out without too many issues. But we just, again, you know, so many prolapses, so many issues are created, just women going a little too hard in the paint too soon after having a baby or, maybe they had issues in pain and pregnancy and they're just so scared to get back in it. We want to remove barriers to exercise and ensure that women have kind of like a smooth re-entry in terms of like their fitness and their health back into their, their postpartum life. And how soon can women go to a women's health PT? So it does depend a little bit on the state you live in. So in the great state of Wisconsin, we enjoy what's called direct access to physical therapy. So meaning somebody could walk in the door the next day after having a baby and legally we could see them some places you need a doctor's referral to go see a physical therapist but it's definitely worth checking into the laws of your state because more places than not especially as time goes on you can go see a pt so what we often say is you know if say there was a vaginal delivery we will not be doing anything in internally for at least that first six weeks, you know, those tissues just need time to heal, there will be no great benefit to manually treating that area. However, be that as it may, again, as I described earlier, we have so many external techniques and so many whole body approaches to improve whatever symptoms um, somebody is having. So there is always a path forward. And so we'd say as early as two weeks or as late as six weeks, but please come see us at some point. Okay. I love it. And then when I get there, are you guys running the show or are there things that I should be asking you at my first postpartum appointment? You know, I think it really depends on the person, right? Like if you have really specific goals or say you CrossFit and you really want to know how I safely re-enter that fairly high impact sport, like that would be something I would definitely want to know about someone. If there's something very specifically you're going to get back to, don't be shy about plainly stating what your goals are. We are happy, as Crystal has said, to take the football and run with it and sort of address issues as we see them in a person. Um, The broad strokes would be, you know, you're coming in to see a women's health physical therapist, you should get some info on how your pelvic floor is doing. Again, whether that's by internal, external means, you should get some feedback. For anybody, you know, we are trained in tailbone assessment, whether you had a C-section or whether you had a vaginal birth, that tailbone can be all sorts of wonky. Somebody should at least touch it. We should see how it's doing, make sure that isn't the root cause of any issues, what you're having. Definitely also, we are the abdominal wall experts in pelvic health. So somebody should be assessing your abdominal wall, not only for DR, but for symmetry, for function, right? That baby lays more on one side often than the other that's an asymmetry, right? We want to help you get back out of anything. Every, like that every, every single yeah. part of <laughs> yeah. mom that comes into the clinic, we are manually moving around their stomach muscles. So yeah. their obliques, their deep stomach muscles, their superficial stomach muscles, because there are major trigger points. Think about how much that stretched out and how much we compensated with other muscles during that time period. I have yet to meet a post part of a woman come on 
and they were fully connected to their deep core right off the bat. So that is an area that like every single person should have soft tissue work done on them. And sometimes too, unfortunately, even in the PT world, you go in and they don't do it. So maybe even asking your PT if that's some, you are interested because you should be. So there's the football moment. But so asking your PT, do you mind working on my abdominal muscles? Um, I also think too, in the medical system, we have really been conditioned to complain about like one thing, like, Hey, listen, I'm feeling a little heavy down there. I feel like I might have prolapse and like saying nothing else, but you also have neck pain and your foot hurts and your knee hurts. Like we want to hear that story. Cause like I said earlier, the more movement history or your old injuries we have, the better we can really put together what you need. And We're also looking at things like just a normal person posture, their abs, their pelvic alignment, muscle balance. And then regarding any mechanics for mothering, we see people in all the time and I'm like, ew, it's like, you're like cheating on your husband in front of them because your posture is so bad in the PT clinic. You cannot sit like that. And then we teach them the correct way to sit. So there's a lot of things that we can do to minimize all of the tasks of mothering, like feeding is a big one. I cannot tell you how many people we've taught in the clinic, how to properly set themselves up for breastfeeding. Cause we're so focused on getting the baby set up just like, you know, the baby to the nipple, but we don't think about, wow, if I took two seconds to put this towel roll in my back would feel so much better. Um, and then also one thing that there are a lot of active people that come in. So we really do help them get back to whatever they want to do. Like the weirdest stuff, like swivel ski or whatever, but like nor like other stuff like Zumba or whatever. We just, we're like movement experts. So even if I don't know what swivel ski is, I sure know what YouTube is. So I, I look it up, I figure out what you need to do. And then we get you back to doing that. Yeah. That's so cool. Like such a, such an important thing is for mothers to be able to go back to the things they love because it really makes us who we are. We kind of touched on this before, but I do want to dive into that pelvic floor exam because I know a lot of women get really nervous about it. So break down what that pelvic floor exam looks like. Yeah. So the pelvic floor is part of your core. So if it's not functioning, you're really not going to feel centered at max. The assessment takes 10 minutes. So if you haven't had one before, all it is, is you will ask you to undress. It will give you something to cover up. We're looking at the outside. So the outside will give us a lot of information. So we're having you do a Kegel or what you think of a Kegel. Research does show that most people aren't doing them correctly. So we're having you do a Kegel. We're having you like bear down or like blow out. And that gives us a lot of information. From there, with a glove, we will insert our finger. And the reason we insert our finger is because there's deeper muscles. So we can feel like any other area of our body. If we have tension in our shoulders, I can feel what muscle that's coming from. If I move my hands around, our hands are really skilled. Like Amy will try to get me to play sports. And I'm like, listen, girl, these are my money makers. We can't do anything crazy today. (laughs) I'm getting older. These things are good. (laughs) Got to keep these good. So with my hand, I'm assessing if there's muscle tension or weakness, there's 
a lot of asymmetry in the pelvic floor, a lot of asymmetry in the pelvic floor. Usually somebody's tight on one side versus the other. So we're trying to make more symmetry. The body is not symmetrical, but we do function a lot better if it is. So at that point, usually I'll go right in from assessing to treating. So I'll kind of like do it all at once um, in the clinic. So then I'm treating out those muscles. I'm teaching you to connect with your breath and allow that area to release. And it is really informative to have somebody else look at your body. And again, if you weren't comfortable with an internal, I can put my hands like on the insides of your sit bones and I can feel those superficial muscles. What I'm going to be missing the piece of is that internal exam gets me to more muscles. So that accesses more muscles so I can really do a thorough job because again, it's all about balance. Like why is that not balanced? And again, it could not be from the pelvic floor. If I find balance, a tight muscle on my right side, it could be because my rib cage is like too shifted over to the right. So now I've loaded the right side of my pelvic floor over and over. And that too, we'll know because what happens is we'll release the right side of the pelvic floor and it's like, by golly, they come back and the right side's tight again. Well, that's not good. So, so then we know that you can't, you can't keep answering the same question on a test and then get it right. So, so then we'll move on to something else. Again, it's like one part of the puzzle, but it's a big puzzle piece, especially in females. Um, and it gives us so much information. Okay. So all three of us believe, and we wish that all women could be seen by a women's health physical therapist after they have a baby. What we know is that that doesn't happen. So what are people coming to see you for? Cause what, what usually happens is they have pain or they have something that's distressing them. So what are you guys commonly seeing women in the clinic for when it comes to the postpartum period? So I think a lot of times issues crop up in pregnancy. I think pregnancy sometimes has a way of like sort of revealing if you had any small asymmetry or issue in your body, pregnancy does have a way sometimes of blowing that up, especially if left untreated. So I can't tell you how many times we hear people, I've had this hip pain since I had my babies. I've had this back pain since I've had my babies. So really those longstanding orthopedic orthopedic issues um, are a common thing we treat further out postpartum. We see women 40s, 50s, 60s and beyond who still have a diastasis recti. They still have an abdominal separation, even though their babies are going to college. And it's never too late to fix that either. You can make huge strides in your abdominal wall function no matter where you are in the lifespan. And, you know, prolapses would be another big thing, right? You know, somebody's had multiple children, they started to have issues with each subsequent pregnancy, and it just nobody ever treated it, and it never got better and can't tell you how much of the time, symptomatically, we can make amazingly big strides with prolapse, not only the degree of prolapse, but also just how they function, and feel overall symptom wise, Um, there's a lot of hope there for the vast majority of people. And then incontinence. So people like if you have stress urinary incontinence or urgency incontinence, that's a big one. Urgency, I feel like people don't even think they have dysfunction. But if you if the bathroom like rules the roost, that's like very easily fixed by some behavioral changes. And we just talk through those behavioral changes and then you don't have urgency. So like you don't have to pee every hour in a car ride or you don't have to pee like 
obsessively before you go to Target or the gym or things like that. We got to get people out of the habit or even like holding for so long. So, so bladder and ball habits are big ones that we see people in the clinic for. Oh, well, and old C-section scars too. Like Mm -hmm. if somebody never, um, you know, had their C-section scar worked on or they never did their own scar mobility, that can be the root cause of a lot of dysfunction deep into um, the lives of women. So addressing, finally addressing any issues remaining after like a major abdominal surgery or three, um, you know, is a big deal. Yeah. My friend has 11 year old twins and she literally, via C-section, she never knew that you should do anything for your scar. And she's just addressing it now with a women's health physical therapist. She's like had horrible back pain and all this stuff. So, you know, all of that to say, it's not too late. If you had your kids a decade ago and there's something going on, you can definitely go in and get help for that. Okay. One thing that we do get feedback on when we share that, like, we love women's health physical therapists, here's the link to find one, is there are barriers for women and the reasons why they can't find one or can't get to one. What are those barriers? Well, I think it's it's a it's a reality about treating, you know, women in this very um, sensitive stage of life that like time is obviously a big one. And, you know, it's not only it's just the time, the physical time to get there, but also time away from your kiddos, getting a babysitter. That can be huge. Um, You know, a lot of physical therapists are cash based. Right. So it's money. And, um, you know, to all that, we would say that you would bet anyone would benefit so much from seeing somebody getting to the root of the problem and getting appropriate treatment in a timely manner. You know, a stitch in time saves nine. If you go to the right person for the right thing at the right time, you will spend less money and time and have less heartache overall, just getting it fixed. Yes. And two, we don't mind having kids in the clinic. Most, most women's health PTs, like I just had a fresh, fresh postpartum mom the other day and she brought her newborn in. And then we, we just prayed to sweet baby Jesus in the universe to keep that baby quiet while mom got treated. And sure enough, he just slept right through the whole session. And even if they fuss, it's no big deal. Sometimes somebody from our clinic will come in and grab them, walk them around a little bit. So again, nothing has to be like set up perfectly. Like you don't have to go get a babysitter to get this done. But again, it's such, we love babies. We 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 do love babies. (laughs) You guys, I took my babies to my eyebrow appointments. Like I wasn't going to (laughs) miss my eyebrow appointment for these children. Okay. Is there something that you two wish that every woman knew about a woman's health physical therapist? I kind of said this before, but I think like the thing we really can't drive home enough is that we are the abdominal wall and pelvic health experts. If you have an issue in either one of those areas, whether it's even just aesthetics, right? Like you don't feel like your tummy ever got back to quite where it should be after having babies. We are the people you need to see. A conventional PT, unless they've taken a lot of extra training, isn't going to have as many resources and solutions as somebody who's taken the depth and breadth of continuing education that we all have to sort of hold that title of pelvic health, women's health, physical therapists will have. I think that's like something that we don't advertise as much as we should, truthfully. Okay. And then if someone wants to find a woman's health physical therapist, first of all, tell them how 
they can find the two of you if they happen to be Oconomowoc area, but also if they are not local, how they could find one. Yeah. So obviously we would love to see you in the clinic. Like Sarah, you can tell when her full caseload is a women's health day because she is just like grinning ear to ear. So so we'll be wearing our capes and you can find us at Empower Movement Physical (laughs) Therapy. And we work out of Oconomowoc, Wisconsin. We do have people fly in, drive from Chicago, drive from Iowa. Like nobody that we've seen has regretted coming. If you, my friends always drive in from Madison to go see them. Yeah. So if if you're close-ish, come on in. Otherwise too, there's so many great other PTs out there. Pelvicrehab.com is a great provider database. So you could click on there, simply just enter your zip code and that will spit out a bunch by you. And then APTA.org and then click on find a provider and then click on women's health. And then you could find stuff. But I've also think that doing a little bit of crowdsourcing is such a great idea. Like on Facebook, there around here, there's like Oconomowoc face or Oconomowoc Moms Group. If you can also write in anonymously, like if you write in there, like, "Hey, I'm having these issues. Has anybody seen anybody around?" You'll see the same name pop up over and over. Like we see our name all the time in those little groups, and I don't think people use that enough to like kind of do a little crowdsourcing. Also, too, don't be afraid to ask the clinic questions. So. Our office managers more than happy to ask. We will get on the phone with people if they're nervous or like want more information before coming in. And again, like I said before, if your your first experience was not ideal, because that does make us sad when we hear that. That does make us sad. There are people sometimes that, that just aren't as good as us, you know. So so then <laughs> so then we want to make sure people really get seen by. And sometimes they're not a great match, right? Personality wise, but make sure that you don't stop there. That you get the care that you need because there really, really are some amazingly skilled practitioners out there. And we love answering questions too. So if you ever have a burning question, you know, DM us if you're on Instagram at expecting and empowered, send an email to hello at expecting You know, we shoot those emails to the correct person to answer whatever burning question you have. So if you're in pain, we will help you, whether it's us personally helping you or aiding you to find the right place to get the care that you deserve. Absolutely. Okay, you guys, if the episode hasn't made it clear by now, all three of us absolutely love women's health PT, of course, these two, but also if you can get into one, we really think that going to a women's health physical therapist and then doing the pregnancy and postpartum app is the perfect combination. Like Crystal said before, it's guacamole and chips. Like you just can't go wrong. We also wanted to include a freebie that is all the questions that you can ask when you go to your appointment. If you are a little nervous and you want the support from these two to be right there with you at your appointment, you can get that freebie in our show notes. So Sarah and Crystal, thank you guys so much for being on and spreading this knowledge because all three of us feel like it's just so important to get women the right knowledge.